0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Tuesday, June 12th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Thousands march in Moscow, demanding a Russia without Putin will have the latest. The fighting in Syria intensifies. This reporter went undercover with the rebels in some orchards.
1: As we were sneaking out, our scouts could see the legs of Syrian army patrols, only about 100, 150 meters away, in the orchards, and I'm not ashamed to say my legs were literally weak with fear as we made that crossing.
0: And how a divided Cyprus affects the wildlife. It's not the best situation for the sea turtles.
2: BBC News with David Austin. The head of peacekeeping at the United Nations, Hervé Ladsous, says the conflict in Syria can now be considered a full-scale civil war. It's the first time a UN official has formally voiced that view. Barbara Plett reports from the UN.
3: Mr Ladsous was responding to a question about whether Syria's conflict could now be characterised as a civil war. I think we can say that, he said, because it's clear that the Syrian government has lost large chunks of territory to the opposition in some cities and is trying to retake control of these areas. This week, UN officials have spoken not only about an intensification of government military operations, including firing from helicopters, but also about a dramatic increase in more sophisticated urban attacks by the opposition.
2: United Nations observers in Syria say they've been shot at as they try to reach the town of Hafer, the Monitor said an angry crowd throwing stones and metal rods stopped them getting to the town. Rebel fighters in Haffa are under siege by government troops using tanks, helicopters and artillery. The army in Yemen has regained control of two key southern towns that were seized last year by militants linked to al-Qaeda. The militants said they withdrew from Zinjibar and Jar to avoid civilian casualties. Days after an agreement to bail out Spanish banks, concern about Spain's financial situation has risen again. Interest rates on Spanish government debt hit their highest level since the Eurozone was founded. One credit ratings agency has downgraded another 18 Spanish banks. Andrew Walker reports.
1: The decision by Eurozone finance ministers at the weekend to provide loans to Spain was intended to reinforce the financial position of the government and the banks. The rising yields on government debt in the markets show it hasn't worked. The investors' concerns about the government reflect the weak economic outlook, which makes it harder to cut official borrowing needs. The credit rating downgrade for 18 banks also reflects Spain's wider economic problems, which are likely to lead to more loan losses for banks, making it harder for them to repay their own debts. The people of the Falkland Islands, the British
2: Territory and the South Atlantic that's claimed by Argentina are to hold a referendum next year on their political status. The head of the Falklands government said he hoped the outcome would send a clear message that the islanders wish to remain British. Britain and Argentina went to war over the Falklands 30 years ago when Argentine forces invaded the islands but were later forced to surrender. The British Foreign Office Minister, Jeremy Brown, gave his support for the referendum. It's up to the people of the Falkland Islands to decide their own government, the principle of self-determination. That is not negotiable for us. That is not something where we are going to sit down with the Argentinians and barter that away. You can't half believe in self-determination. You either believe it or you don't. And we do believe it, and it's up to the Falkland Islands people to decide. The British Foreign Office Minister, Jeremy Brown. World News from the BBC. South Africa's President Jacob Zuma has dismissed his National Chief of Police, Becky Taylor after he was declared unfit for office. Mr Taylor was suspended from his post in October during an investigation into a multi-million dollar contract to lease police buildings to a prominent businessman. The head of Nigeria's stock exchange regulator has been suspended from work pending an investigation into allegations of malpractice. Arunma Ote was appointed two years ago to clean up the stock exchange following a crisis that saw stocks lose around 60% of their value in a year. The regulator said she was being sent on compulsory leave...